This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Fame uh huh. Reese James at the back. Uh huh. Wayne Darcy in attack. Uh huh. Wednesday's gonna win the league with Fame Wallace dips inside and hits. Stephen Fletcher back towards Adam Rich! listening to the Wednesday Till I Die podcast. 14 games unbeaten, 15 clean sheets, another three points and a fourth successive win in the league. Absolutely incredible. You could even say that we out Wickham'd Wickham. Hello and welcome to the Wednesday Till I Die podcast. I'm James Mappin and with me this week to discuss and dissect the 1-0 win against Wickham Wanderers. As they always are, is Mr. Liam Russell and Mr. Jack Gagan. Liam, mate, how are you, pal? You all right? Yep, sound, mate. Sound. Long, long one yesterday, but... I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, someone's not here, but, but via the the powers of technology is Jack Gagan. How are you, mate? You all right? Hello, mate. Yeah. A bit like the uh, the Wednesday team. I'm dying for this podcast. I'm here no matter what. <laughs> whatever, whatever we can do, I'm here. Yeah, you feel shit, don't you, pal? Yeah, I've got a fucking awful cold flu thing that I've been trying to shift. So man, I've not been in for about three days. I'm just bunking it. It's a good job football's been on, otherwise I'd have been bloody bored to death. It's man flu, isn't it? Do you know what? I think man flu is... We thought coronavirus were bad. Man flu is, is just another <laughs> level, isn't it, to be fair? That's no, a different breed. <laughs> exactly. Uh, but you've, you've made it, you're here. You, you know, we're, we're, the trio is still uh, is still survived, let's say. Um, Liam, you, you mentioned you went down to Wickham. Another another one ticked off. Another That's ground it, that you've mate. not been I'm to. Not sure I'll be rushing back. But... <laughs> Why? In what way? Well, just it's just it's a long way, isn't it? <laughs> I didn't realise how far away it actually was. About three. What did you say? Three hour round? No, three hour there, three hour back. Pretty much, yeah. Two forty-ish. But on the way down, to be fair, I, I penciled in some pit stops for me for me back. I thought I best not 
do it straight through, and then on the way back, I was just like, sod it, let's get back. And then, did you uh, find any slush puppies on your uh, on your travels? You know what? I didn't even look to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> Can't believe it. I thought you'd been. I thought you'd been straight in there. But now <laughs> I was saying when I've, I thought, well, I was meant to be working. Told me they didn't need me, so I thought I was, I was pondering in week when I was like, should I try and get a ticket? I thought, yeah, let's get a ticket. To be fair. It was a bit like the McGuinness situation, whether Liam were going to Wickham or not. We're all like, going. It were, yeah, it were like, he's going, no, he's not. He's going, no, he's not. It end, just like just like Mark McGuinness. He's gone. He's, <laughs> he's gone. 40 minutes off, off Sheffield on the way back. Get a co- phone call from Dan. Liam, we've been absolutely slammed. Is there any chance you can come in for a couple of hours? And I thought... It's oh, <laughs> a good job of fucking light, isn't it? Well, it's a good job Wednesday won, isn't it? Cause I oh, think yeah, if they, plus, yeah if, they, yeah. if they got beat, you'd have been. And if I weren't doing dry January, I'd just said, I'm too pissed, mate. <laughs> <laughs> but no. But, no so, what, I mean, the, the ground and what have you, it's, oh, it's yeah, weird. Mate, it's like in, it's like in a, well, it looks like it's in a forest or mate, something. It's, in a, it's, it's a strange one. It's uh, it's on it's on a, like an industrial estate. So there's like a mini roundabout and then there's just a straight road, which is all like industrial stuff like fucking glass or whatever yeah, whatever yeah. they are windows <laughs> whatever yeah. you get to end and there's a gate adams park on front you go through and it's just fields around it <laughs> but to be fair it was good because at the way end there were like three little food stands a tent where you could get beer and whatever else so it was a decent enough setup but... any, any crushing <sighs> no <laughs> so, i had to mention i, know, it. I, had I, to mention I it. have seen something to be fair i said to jack as like because obviously i didn't have a chance to look at twitter i just went and yeah got in cars like is there anything because it's, it's been as much as it's obviously if there had been that situation it's not funny but how petty our fans have been <laughs> after the after the initial annoyance because it really, it did really, for some reason, it really wound me it up. It did me as well. It every time I kept, to me. Every time I kept see that tweet, like, getting re- like shared. I just didn't want to like, look at Twitter anymore. I wanted to try and see if we'd sign people or if McGuinness had gone, and then you're just looking every time it was that. But but now it's kind of passed a little bit. It's just a yeah. bit petty, in it? And we just, and I, I do like it a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's quite funny. It is, um, it is to be fair. But uh, actually, look, before, we, before we talk about the Wickham game and everything, Jack, Mark McGuinness is gone. Uh, what were you like when we saw the, the the news that he'd been training with Cardiff and what have you? What what were your like, initial thoughts? Because for me, yeah, we know we all know I'd, I'd fallen in love with him. I thought he was absolutely fantastic. And <laughs> I was more worried for you mapping than know, anyone no, else. I, and how you were going to cope? But I, I nearly I nearly had to have day off work on Friday. To be fair, you know, <laughs> just to get over it. leave. Yeah, yeah. But honestly, it was. Do you know what? I think the the annoying thing about the whole all of it was just classic he couldn't have just been recalled and gone back and that was it it was such a drama what it, is he staying is he not whatever and then top I mean I'm sure it's to do with that embargo stuff or whatever but he's not even in the squad was he for, no. for Cardiff which thankfully didn't cost us anything I mean it's not as if we've we've lost or let goals in and you think oh Christ but you just think that poor lad's gone from playing you know every minute of every game to now he's not even in the squad probably hoping he's going to be registered for next week is he going to be who knows well, they've sacked the manager now, haven't they? So, and then they've sacked the bloody manager. So, yeah. I didn't, I didn't, didn't realise that. I didn't yeah. realise that. Sacked him on, on Saturday. They must have got beat on Saturday. I'll be honest, I didn't really look. But, no, I didn't um, look either. But yeah, so I don't know I'll, how that... Obviously, I looked to see if he was in the squad. Yeah, and then... which you weren't. <laughs> which... Well, like you say, it's not even been announced officially, has it? That no. he's gone back. So I'm guessing, like Jack said, they're not really able to register him. Uh, it's, a great, it's a great fuck up, isn't it? To be fair, like you know, it's just a farce, isn't it? Their chairman's found what seven million euros now back at sofa or whatever to pay that 
you know that, bit mattress whatever it is and then yeah it's just it's a strange it's just unfortunate that we've been kind of wrapped up in it really because you know if it were forest and and it were for alex Mighton, nobody would even no it wouldn't have been that bothered. No, nobody batting an eyelid would it but <clears throat> obviously it's for for mcginnis and you know I, I put a tweet out you know obviously after the game mcginnis who we a little emoji and what have you and it were it were tongue-in-cheek i got a few re- responses from a few people and of course i'd want him back but i think oh, it, yeah, it, it was kind of the point of you know we've kept all this clean, panic for now we've kept a clean sheet we are too so and, far <laughs> well yeah exactly it, it was all tongue-in-cheek don't 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 read too much into it but to be fair i think most of my tweets that i put out you shouldn't read anything into any of them to be perfectly honest um liam Three changes then from the the side that beat Newcastle at the weekend. Obvious one, just been talking about him. McGuinness was was out. Uh, Marvin Johnson and Deli Bashiru uh, in came uh, Akin for Mewo for his uh, what only his second start. I think he's only played something like forty odd minutes so far this season. Obviously he played thirty odd minutes against MK Dons and then a ten minute cameo uh, the other week. Jack Hunt who. We've spoken after his last last game. We probably thought that might have been his might have been his last, but he came in, um, and then Callum Patterson as well. So it was Cameron Dawson in goal, Palmer, Iofa, and Fumewo, Reese James on the left, Jack Hunt on the right, Volks and Byers in the middle, Windass kind of playing in the ten with, with Patterson and Smith. Although to be fair, at some points they were all kind of playing as as a as a bit of a front three, really. So yeah, what did you make of that starting lineup when you saw it? Liam, did you? We quite yeah, happy with that? Bit, you know what? I was a bit shocked to see Hunt. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, and a bit shocked, in a way, not to see Johnson. Not because James hasn't played well, because he has. I just thought, yeah, because they kind of all just shuffled over, yeah, yeah. to the left, didn't they? Which kind of shoved Johnson off. Reese James slotted in there. You know, uh, Palmer then went. Well, I suppose Palmer stayed in the position that he has, he has been playing in. Iofa then went, you know, in the middle. Because I thought, I, I thought Akin Fumewo would have gone in the middle and then it would have been James yeah, was, and Palmer was, either side, Yeah, that's, that's what I thought. And Dom on the right, I don't know. I don't know. I wasn't that shocked. But then I kind of, obviously the first thing you looked at was, for me, was Hunt. I was like, oh, bloody hell, Hunt's playing. Yeah. And then I kind of, oh, bloody hell, Johnson's. <laughs> it, was like, it was a bit weird, but I, it, after I wasn't, I wasn't worried by the, the lineup by any means. Uh, yeah, it was decent, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Jack, like, Patterson started. Um, obviously, he didn't he didn't start against Newcastle, but it started against Wickham. Um, do, do you think that was just mainly because of the physicality that Wickham were, were kind of going to bring? Yeah, I, I, I think the way we set up, we thought, Probably like everyone who ever talked about Wickham before, thought, oh God, I can see you guys. Can you hear me all right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, I can just see you both looking a bit puzzled. Sorry. No, it's, it's, uh, sorry, sorry. We, we've got we, we've got the uh, the snooker on the TV in the background, and uh-huh. uh, he's got a wasp. It's, it's a replay. Oh, it's it a replay. The other day, yeah. All oh, right, okay, yeah. <laughs> wasp on the. Is it in Ali? It's in Ali Pali, yeah, isn't yeah. it? Anyway, <laughs> carry on, Jack. My professional outfit. Um, well, wait, a couple of weeks ago, with darts. Nice. We love we all the on. Hey, um, mate, I saw you what? I was thinking about this the other day because I thought I was thinking earlier, I'm going to have to have snooker final while we're doing this. Yeah. We had nine darts while we're doing 
There'll be a 147. That's what I was thinking. 147 goes in. <laughs> That's it. They'll, they'll all be wanting us to be watching them whilst they're, uh, whilst they're playing. Uh, go on then, Jack. Sorry, I did, we do no, apologize. Yes. Yeah, I, I think we, we set our team up on the basis that Wickham were going to be that physical, direct, aerial threat team that we've probably known them to be for the last two or three years. But I, I think once the game got going, I think they looked like, well, especially with Vokes not starting, which shocked me. I think I mean yeah. I've not really checked Wickham's recent kind of starting eleven to know whether he's been playing of, of late if he's been injured or not. I'm not too sure. The, when I spoke to when I did the preview show, I spoke to the the, the Wickham commentator. He he did say that you know you're going to be surprised at this, but we have been trying to play a little bit more football. Um, Sam Vokes hasn't started every single game this season. They haven't got anyone like him, so they they have been playing a little bit different, which is probably why they they struggled at the start of the season. Obviously, they have been coming into a bit of a bit of form. But um, I did think that despite him saying that, I thought they were going to kind of go back to the way that they had been playing last season just because of the, the amount of success that they had against us. Well, especially at Adams Park last season and the way they kind of... And even probably the fact that McGuinness has gone and he's yeah. been played the last however many games. And I was surprised not to see him start, to be fair, for that exact reason that, you know, we've had a bit of disruption, let's say, at the back in yeah. terms of how we're having to play. So I'd love to know what how many different kind of centre-back pairings or trios we've had over the course oh of the season. God. It'd be endless, I reckon. We must be into well, nearly double figures. If you include last season as well, Jesus Christ. Do you know what I mean? Because obviously there's been Hennigan, there's been uh, Ihequa as well. You've had McGuinness. I mean, this is just this is just players that have played in that position. For me, well, um, you've had Palmer, James. Johnson has Johnson jo- done one there. One he, must, time this he, he must have surely. I mean, that's, that's played one game at left centre back. Oh, yeah, that's seven. You? That's eight players that have that have played at centre back for Sheffield Wednesday so far this season, which is absolutely crazy. So you can do the maths, and it could be quite a few different combinations uh, of that one. But Jack, what do you think to the the, the lineup on as as a whole? Pretty good, I think. You've got the. I mean that that midfield. I was I was happy with. Um, I think Windass in that 10 role allows him to do what he, you know, we all know he can do when he wants to. Um, obviously, Byers and Volks have been brilliant out there the last couple of weeks. I mean, I don't know where they get their legs from them too. I mean, Byers only has to do his running for an half because his foot came off or whatever happened. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. but yeah, but I mean, Volks runs around like, you know, he's like he's got some kind of fuel hiding somewhere down his shorts so he can just charge himself up with you've got them in the defence looking solid and then Pato I know Liam Liam always says it whenever he starts he plays well and again it was another game where he starts for, starts for Wednesday and he's after this he thought it was probably his best game yesterday um, I think we're starting to see I think what's frustrated is all whether we watch Pato at times is when he when he presses or he chases the ball he then bundles into the back of someone and flattens them and you think fucking hell what a daft foul whereas yesterday he seemed to have Seemed a bit more sensible, really. He was he was still pressing, but he was he was actually getting in front of his man and nicking the ball off him and, and being a pest rather than just flattening people. So, I think yeah. I think that eleven looked as good as it's going to get, really. And I think if you're an opposition player coming out and seeing that side, you're thinking, God, we're in for a big game here. Yeah, I mean, I must admit, although having seen the the lineup that he's gone with, I can fully understand it. I did think that Dennis Adenaran might have got a start. Just with you know how he kind of played in that second half against Newcastle, he seems like he's back. Um, and then the, you know the, the fact that when you're looking and and Deli Bashir was never going to start for me just just by how poor he was against against Newcastle. 
I, I didn't really... I kind of overlooked Patterson, I think. I just didn't think he would start. I just thought he was going to be Smith and uh, and Windass up top and then Adeneran maybe in, I don't know, I don't play him as number 10, but you know, in that midfield with, with Byers and Volks, to be fair. Um, but yeah, I, I totally get why Patterson was, was there. You know, I think we expected a physical game and it perhaps wasn't as physical as we as we we thought, to be, to be honest. No, it was strange. Yeah, I thought it was a bit of a strange game, to be honest. They were uh, trying to play football, weren't they? Which they was... were in bits, but then they were pumping it up. But then the big man wasn't there, so it was a bit not pumping, but you know, and crossing it in and yeah, whatever else. Um, but yeah, yeah, it was like I say, it's strange. It was unexpected from them. I think how they set up and went about it. Maybe, maybe they tried to do that. Maybe, you know, we, we talk about a lot how how Darren Moore changes it up to kind of surprise, and maybe they were trying to spring a bit of a surprise on us, but. Um, Anyway, before we talk about the the game, I'm just going to throw some stats at you as well, Mr. Statman. I've not done done it in a few weeks, I but um, I'm making up for it now because there's a lot. <laughs> and to be, when you when I read them out, they are, they are quite quite impressive. Um, obviously, 19 games unbeaten in all comp- in all competitions, five successive wins as well. Um, that was the third successive clean sheet and 352 minutes since we last conceded a goal in the league. 15 clean sheets so far, just two off the record, which has stood for four. Is that the record for us? Yeah, for, for us, yeah. What's the record for the league? Is it 18? I've no idea, but... Uh, I, thought that's what, I, I thought that was the record we were on about before. No, well, 17 is a record that we've had that goes back 45 years in the 1970s. Wow. So we've come close. I think we've got 16 on two occasions, but there's still half a season to go. Do you know what I mean? There's 20 games left and we're on, you know, there's two off. Um, plus 28 goal difference, the best defence in the league, just conceding 18 goals, and the third best attack with 46, just two shy of Ipswich. Um, just another one, after 26 games last season, we were eighth with 40 points. We've now got 55 and lie second. We've scored 10 more goals and conceded 14 less. Um, incidentally, we're also two points ahead of where Rotherham were at exactly the same stage last season, so I'm guessing that's uh, a good omen. Um, it's been over 100 days since our last defeat, 4th of October uh, against Plymouth uh, away from home. Since then, we've played 14 games, 9 wins, 5 draws, 24 goals scored and conceded just 6. I mean, these stats I'm rolling off, they're just, inc- like, they're just incredible when you think about it. Like, I almost can't believe... Mate, it's like video amount. game stats, aren't they? Like if you're having a FIFA game and it's like it's you've you've lowered the difficulty to make it a bit easier. It's just ridiculous. It's crazy, and 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 yet people still moan. Like don't they as well? Do you know what I mean, it, it, when when you read them those off, it is it is just incredible. Like I think we're like I said, we're 15 points better off than the same point last season. Now that's not the same date because I think we'd played two games less. Um, you know, as as of this as of the same date, but I kind of skipped forward a bit until we'd played twenty six games. Um, I think at that point there were quite a few postponements and what have you. So all teams had played different games. You know, Wigan had played about four games or something like that by this point. Uh, and um, but you know, to say we were eighth then and we went on that mad run and we still nearly got into the automatics last season. I'm not saying that we're going to go on a, an equally mad run. Although saying that we've we've kind of already done it already haven't we really to be fair but you know just to um you know just just to highlight that we're i said 15 points better off and people were saying you know we need to see improvement like he's doing it darren moore is doing it like that's it's clear to see that it's just unfortunate that 
Plymouth and Ipswich are also equally doing the business. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I, know. I mean, well, they're not really at the moment, but... Well, they're not, but I mean... Well, they but, have done, haven't they? Yeah, they're yeah. up there, do you know what I mean? Like, you think, reeling them stats off, you'd think, we'll be fucking top by about 10 points, surely. But we're not. We're not even, not even top of the league, which is crazy. Um, right, let, let's talk about the game then. Um, Liam, what, what did you think to the performance of the whole? I think, I've, personally, I just think we dug deep. Um, it wasn't a pretty game to watch, but... Bayek, I was fucking nervous in that second yeah, half. Yeah, I, I mean... Was, I was shitting my pants, I'm not going to lie. I mean, we got there and it was fucking windy. windy. Well, it wasn't actually it wasn't that bad when I got there, but then literally just before kickoff, absolutely it started absolutely it down, pissing it? it down and it's windy and <clears throat> whatever else. And we know... I mean, there's been a couple of times this season where we have managed it, I mean, Fleetwood and whatever else, but last season, it affects us a little bit, I think. No, that's one thing that, like, Jack... I, you can't really tell that it's windy when you watch it on TV, can you? I mean, no, that's one thing you miss, isn't it? You've got a clue on the weather, have you? Yeah, like, well, whereas you being there, that's something that you can obviously kind of have a bit more understanding, do you know what I mean, yeah, with yeah. the way that the game's being played. We just think, fucking hell, what, what, what's he kicked it out of play for? <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, but if you, if you if you don't understand what the what the conditions are like, then it's understandable. It's hard to tell, isn't it? Yeah, so yeah, with that as well. Um, yeah, no, I agree. We, it was really, I think it was a good performance. You know, it wasn't the most entertaining game. Um, Do you think Darren Moore's now show? Well, or the team is showing that we can win in different ways. Do you know what I mean? It's oh not yeah, hundred percent, definitely. I mean, I'd like to think. Well, I'm trying to think. Last season, majority of the games we won last season, especially in that second half, we played really good football. Yeah, and, and just like outplayed them, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then we didn't have these kind of wins in there. We just didn't. I'm trying to avoid saying that we'd have lost that last season, <laughs> but I've just said it. Well, we did. <laughs> well, I know we did, but do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> but do you know what I mean? It's been said so many times. Yeah, I mean, and you don't want to say, oh, we'd have lost it, but we might not have got the win. Like we said, like I said last week, how many times at 1 0 have we panicked? Not even just last season. It seems to be a Wednesday thing for the last, yeah. since we've come down, or even the couple of seasons before we came down. That we could let one in, and it seems it's doing that this year. Right? I know, <laughs> yeah. aren't there? Um, so yeah, and yeah, I just think, like you said, dug in deep, did what we needed to do, and there was some good bits in there as well. Oh, of course, it yeah. just didn't. But then they marks, they were mark, they marked really well. You know, you can't take take it off them. They didn't really give people a lot of time on the ball. Um, it were two, it were two decent sides going against each other. To be fair, I didn't think it. It would have been, do you know what I mean? I thought it would have been a bit of a long ball game, but Jack, I put in the group, I think, I can't remember, it, we must have been 15 minutes left in the game. My heart rate on my watch was like 85 or something. <laughs> it was <ridiculous>. explode. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, it, and I was literally just sat, I had the, I had the laptop on the on the table and watch it on the laptop, just sat watching it. And I'm like, I just, thought, I just thought, felt myself just getting right nervous and like, I don't want to say panicking, but almost like that, because I'm thinking, I just want us to win so much, and it were 1-0, I'm thinking, you know, it it would have been just, I want to say like the Wednesday way, but clearly this season, it hasn't been, but just from previous years, and just by virtue of being a Wednesday fan, that would have conceded a late goal, and I was shitting my pants, I'm not going to lie, I mean, I was I proper panicking and thinking, just fucking just, you know, just please just blow the final whistle now and just let's just walk away with three points. Were you the same, Jack, or were you a lot more calmer than, than what I were? 
I was, I'll be honest, I don't remember Wickham doing much. So I didn't really have a lot of like that nervous jittery about me. I was pretty, I was every time they kind of, they did kind of start moving forward. I was a bit like, oh, fucking hell, someone get ball off and kind of thing. But I wasn't too worried. I was actually quite impressed with how in the last 15 minutes, I thought we were still quite positive and having a go. I think normally we see Wednesday sides and a lot of sides at 1 0, you know, we start sitting further and further and further back and you start inviting pressure. Yeah. And when they brought Vokes on, I thought, I thought, I'll be honest, well, that's what we were going to do. I thought we we're just going to sit back, try and see it out, and the crosses were just going to rain in. But we, we had quite a few decent chances on the counter in the, uh, at the back end of the game. And I was, that kind of settled my nerves a bit because I thought we might nick another. But it's, uh, it's, it's getting tense, especially when you're looking at like the other results and you have a tie which were winning weren't they because they scored late yeah. on I, mean, I, mean, I, that, I think that's the thing as well I'm like fucking hell if I were being perfectly honest Ipswich winning as much as you know that means Plymouth are dropping three points and what have you um, I mean any result would have would have been that's fine what I mean I think the draw was probably maybe the best, yeah. the best result well, yeah, yeah, but to be honest in that game I didn't really care any result was good for us. Yeah, but I just I think we're gaining points on any team, whatever I, the result if is. If I had to rank it in, in in like which ones I'd prefer, an Ipswich win would probably be the least, just because you know I I want to I want that gap to go out even further. Do you know what I mean? I don't want I don't want them to keep you know on his on his coattails kind of thing. So I think it was that the fact that we're winning and then again you know it would be <laughs> it would be the the thing to do, wouldn't it, for us to concede a late goal and then suddenly you're like thinking, oh, fucking hell, they've picked up two points on us and rah, rah, rah. But but yeah, I, were, I, I was, when the final whistle went, I was mightily relieved. I'm not going to lie. Um, Liam, you were set, which, where were you sat for the goal? Did you, Were you behind, kind of behind him when he hit it? Or were no, you on I, was the on the side. I was on the side. So I was like... But is it on the, ang- is it, is like, it on the so angle, isn't it? Yeah. I was like, yeah. All right, was okay. it there. All oh, right, okay. sense, so yeah, on the other side. Yeah, but fucking yeah. what a hit! Well, I didn't realize. To be honest, I didn't realize how top bins it was because yeah. obviously I was. If I would, if I'd have been behind the goal, I bet. Yeah, like even at the other end, it, fucking hell! But what, what, mate? I, he struck it. I was just like, I just saw the net. I was like, oh my god, <laughs> what a fucking goal! I didn't even know what. To, I didn't, it took me probably half a second to celebrate because I was just like, well, oh my it? god, how far is it? Thirty yards? It's gotta be thirty yards, on it? Unbelievable. But just yeah, just what a goal. I think um John Pearson on the Radio Sheffield commentary nearly had an orgasm, I think, <laughs> when he when he, when he saw, <laughs> saw that one going. He went absolutely barmy and you know, just he has got that in the locker. It's it's funny, isn't it? Because you know, when you put you know, when when he signed and you you, you, you do what everyone does, you you might not admit it, but you do. You type it in YouTube, don't you? And you see his little show reel and shows his best bits and and whatnot. And and of course, you see some absolute thunder bastards from like well, literally just like that, really. And and you're thinking, fuck, I'm a great player here. And then for him to actually do it as well, I mean, that's the second time he's done it, and you know what I mean. And like Jack. It would, it would just, where does that rank for you in terms of like I mean I suppose we could have a, a goal of the season competition by ourselves just on this season couldn't we really to be honest just, just say, we've had some we've had some good ones haven't we I mean I, I can't decide whether that's better than his goal at Port Vale or not 100% better goal 100% I still don't I still don't think it is oh, see it's torn because on. I think 
I think the one he's yesterday... He's had more time, he's got more space, he's not got a man banging in front of him. Now, do you know what? The Paul Vale as... one, I, I don't want to say it because it was a fantastic goal. It were a bit... I'm going to say it was a bit hit and hope. It wasn't because it's a fantastic goal, but he's kind of just had to hit it. Whereas that one, he's picked his spot. He's fucking smashed yeah, it. I think I think the fact he's got less time is more impressive, personally. And the the time of the game, it's later in the game. It's still nil-nil. I just think the first one's better, personally. Both very good goals. Go on, Jack. You love that one, you, Liam. You think that one in Port Vale were in 90th minute. <laughs> late in the game. It was 70th minute. It's later than fucking 12th minute, isn't it? Facts. Jack, go on then. Set, settle, settle the argument. Is it better than Port Vale or not? I'm proper torn, me. I think... Come on, you, you can't... Like, you can't I, can't I think... Jack's got splinters on his arse. Come on, Jack. I, I, think, I think the second... I think the one yesterday looked better... Because of how hard he's hit it. Like, he's absolutely fucking ripped ball in half. He's kicked it that hard. But I think the Port Vale one, in step, just oh. picked his spot up, like, just crept under the bar. Yeah, I think the Port Vale... If I was playing, I would rather score the Port Vale one. Right, I'm done. Mavin's <laughs> <laughs> gone, that's it. <laughs> Actually, do you know what? Everyone listening, I'll go, I'll put a poll out on uh, on Twitter by the time you're re- uh, listening to this. So go and have a go on, on Twitter, at WTRD pod and vote for which which Will Volk's goal were better, Port Vale or Wickham yesterday. I so. think uh, I've had a, a hint of the... Uh, is it my first one that's come back round to bite me in the arse? Was What's it deba- that? Debate show midweek. still stand by it. Because <laughs> <laughs> it was... At the time, it was correct. <laughs> like, it still is. But I said, do you know, I said, if... I said, bar the last two games, Newcastle and Cambridge, a fit mass would still get in the side over oh, Volk's. Yeah. And then he goes, and does that. yeah, I mean, I still stood by it, but yeah, yeah, but it's just like I've said that he scored a world day. Basically, we just need to Ass- keep, keep saying these. It's not Patso, it's me. <laughs> <laughs> we, we need to keep saying these controversial opinions because whatever we say that's controversial, kind of. Well, the last few weeks we've had. I said Smith weren't scoring. He went on a rampage. We said <laughs> Academy's not doing much. They've then gone and won two games in a row in FA Cup and not Leicester out. And then we've got Liam saying Volk's gone. Won't get in over mass, and he's stuck it in from thirty yards. So. Exactly. So I'm sure there'll be something that we set tonight that, that's going uh, <laughs> to that's, that's going to um, pan out in the next couple of games or uh, or whatnot. Um, I can't remember when this happened. It was definitely in the first half. But Pato, as much as we're going to talk about him later, and I thought he had a again another great game, another great performance. He should have scored. I think with that, he should have scored. But he should have scored. It should, shouldn't it? Like, but oh, it's, yeah. it's a decent save, though, to be yeah, fair. It's, it, it's probably right at him, but it's one of them ones where I just think when you look, he's only got two goals. He's, he, he wants a goal so much, it's unbelievable. I, I can't remember what game it was where he's booted, it must have been Cambridge, where he booted the post in front of the cop when he kind of just didn't quite get on the end of a cross. You can see that he just wants to get get a goal. I know he's already you know, he scored against Exeter. I can't remember where his other goal came in the league. Um Wickham actually, weren't Wickham. it? Yeah, yeah, last last minute. But he, he desperately wants to score more, and and yeah, I think if that were Windass, 
he's probably you know he, he's tried to side foot it and if he's windass yeah, was, was it on volley off yeah he's on a volley windass has put it on a plate for him and he's coming to the back post great to get in that position i think like i said if windass probably hits it with his laces and and, and smashes it he's tried to kind of direct mm, it i don't know i think a lot of players he's probably coming at the wrong eye it or it goes over on the volley i'm not gonna lie he's probably come at the wrong eye and it really it's but, he's a bit, a bit of a difficult eye but i'm just thinking it's like, one of them where you think majority of the time you think on goal it's It'll go probably in. go in. Yeah. And he probably went a bit safe, didn't he? Let's be honest. Possibly. Maybe he's that, that down to confidence. Now. He's not. He's just thinking Yeah, exactly what you said. I'm not going to lie. I was, in, I was at the toilet. <laughs> so it was, <laughs> about, it was about... The slush puppies had 30, took his toll on him. <laughs> about 32, I reckon. 32 minutes around, around that mark. 30 to 35. You, you weren't mixing your drinks, were you, Liam? <laughs> Well, I came back up and I said to blokes up next to me, I said, I've not missed out. I've read Pato's Mr. Sitter. And I was like, oh, bloody hell. <laughs> well, at least it didn't go in anyway. So, uh, but I've seen it on replay, obviously. <laughs> yeah. Did you, am I being harsh, um, Jack? Is it, is no, it, is it I, think he, I think he's got to score. I think he does He does well to peel off at the back post. And once the ball gets over to him and he makes contact, you you know, you should, you should score, really. I mean, he's only, what, six, seven yards out? Yeah. You know, professional footballer. So it happens. You know, we've seen, we've seen. Well, we, to be fair, I mean, as much as Wednesday have scored their collection of fucking screamers this year, they've got a good collection of missing sisters and all. We've got, <laughs> we've got that one. We've got Baz's miss at Lincoln. We've got Smith's header where he's against Cambridge. Like, yeah, I know. He's... Closer we are, worse we get. We, do, we don't, <laughs> we don't score tapping. Do we? No, like, I can't. Mem- I can't remember. Do you know what I think? That, well, Windass against Newcastle. <laughs> All right, yeah, maybe that was probably closest we've been. I'm just, I'm just trying to think. Wickham, when we played him at home in first minute, and that were our own goal. We didn't even score that one, did we? <laughs> so that, that's probably closest to a tapping that we've come in uh, well, this season we just don't seem to score I mean, they're all like I mean obviously Windass's wasn't a tap it wasn't like someone squared it across to him and he's tapped what, what it did, in an empty what net, did they call but... it on FIFA noob goal or whatever is that <laughs> show me age now I can't remember last time I played on FIFA I think we were, asking, we were talking about this in office of the day I think last FIFA I had I'd chuffed in Ronaldinho on front cover that's how that's how 2012 Possibly. I've no idea. Can't remember. I haven't played it for absolutely ages. I don't know how people have time to, to play on video games and what have you. When you've got two young kids like me, it's... I ain't got, I ain't got one. I'm all, got... I'm all on watching uh, TV. Kid, kid, kid and console. Is <laughs> <laughs> that to think whether you've got a kid or not? Well, I meant console, but then when you said young kid, I thought, well... <laughs> anyway. clar- just want to clarify. Anyway. anyway. <laughs> um, Buyers went off just on the stroke of time, weren't it, to be fair. I didn't really know what had happened to him. He just kind of went down, didn't he? And then... He was chucking his shin pads about and all this and other, and you thought, well, Wait, something's happened. Cause... Yeah, I mean, it was funny because as we were watching it, I, I, I said to Steve, we watching it, we were like, is that blood on his sock? It, it looked like... I went, I went kind of half watching it. You know, At that point, you're thinking, come on, like, just get on with it. Obviously, gutted that he's gone down and, you know, stretchers coming on and, and everything else. And I thought, yeah, he's that, he's that blood. But then I, I looked again and expecting him to see blood all over his foot or whatever. And I thought, well, maybe maybe it's not. Maybe he's, I don't know if that's the same foot that he that he were out for a while on. And he was like kind of pointing at the top, like top of his foot. Or couldn't really see what they were doing. But it sounds like 
What did you say, Jack? He's like studs down back of his back well, of his ankle. I, I thought he got studded down back of his, back of his like leg. Achilles tendon thing. But but it sounds like he's been studded over his like you know in the yeah, laces. Over the bit, top, over must the... have stood down there and cut his foot open. It looks like but, it looked like looking at the replay, like when he was where he was pointing. It's like the top of your shoe line, like where your boot goes around. All these fancy boots, you, you wouldn't get that with a pair of Adidas Copper Monday Owls, would you? You know what I mean? <laughs> like, <laughs> don't fucking know these days, some of them boots. I know, there's like nothing to them, is there? Like, um, like, wearing, like wearing a pair of socks, isn't it? So yeah, that's what it looked like, and obviously a few people said it, so... Apparently um, stitches, didn't it? Yeah, it will have done. It would, by the looks of it, they came on, wrapped something around his foot, and then, I don't know, anyway... It got obviously got stretched off, but do you know what? I it's probably already had, they probably just did it straight away, didn't they? Yeah, I mean, yeah. going on a bit of a tangent here, but when he brought that stretcher on, I was just like thinking, like, you need to apply a bit of common sense. He's not unconscious, he's not like you know, broke his neck or whatever. And they're getting like the two halves of the thing to like kind of <laughs> scoop him up to put him. I'm like, just he can, he's got legs, like, you know what I mean? They just don't <laughs> want to walk on it, like, he can literally just sit on the fucking stretcher, like. <laughs> Strapping him in and like, oh my god! Talk about that though. Did you, know, you watch them videos? Have you seen that one where they're carrying the kid off the, off the pitch and he drops it? <laughs> Fucking drops it. <laughs> I see one when Stuart, uh, Stuart, medical staff come on and he like he decks it before he gets there and just volleys him straight in head and it's like, oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah, Joe, well, I, concussion set thing. <laughs> Joe, I used to love. Did what you see it? that one? By the way, sorry, just while I remember, did you see that one of the ref? Was it in League Two? Where someone's clipped ball and it's fair enough, he's had to go off ref. So I laugh, it's not funny, I suppose, but he's hit him square and he's had to go off concuss referee. Really? <laughs> what were, were it in um, were it Man United against, I, I want to say, Leicester in the Carabao Cup? Did he play, did he play Leicester in Carabao Cup or maybe FA Cup? Anyway, like referees just got clean taken out by one of their players like just <laughs> ran into him that. ran into him and just cleaned him straight out like when you watch it don't, don't even like actually it must be Newcastle who were playing I don't know who were playing it was some Premier League game some Premier League team anyway and just totally clean referee out what, why is it as well when anything happens to ref either slips falls over or whatever everyone goes, yeah, it's, it's like it's like the funniest thing that happens in football isn't it for referee to fall over like i don't know why but it always gets a giggle doesn't it to be fair totally gone off on a tangent buyers went off Shock. injured <laughs> well, <at> the press <laughs> yeah we, we at least have about 10 tangents a game don't we? or a podcast should i say yeah buyers went off injured can we can we catch a break or what? Do you know what I mean? Like, on, we the, face, about, on, on the face of it, off the back of it, it don't look no. like it'll be that bad, I don't think. I know, um, but it, still... It, I know what you mean. It's just like, for fuck's sake. Barry Bannon's like, out injured. Michael Ehequa, Ben Hennigan. McGuinness has gone back. I know that's not an injury, but he's he's gone. There's another one that we're going to be talking about that happened at the end of the game as well. Dennis Adenner has been out for a while. Baez has been already out for, for for a while as well. He's only come back. It's just it's just like every Never player ending. has just been injured. Like at some point this season, it's just he's getting a bit of a joke in it, Jack. To be honest, when you look at the yeah, the injuries. I mean, I was just thinking. I can't remember a time when I can't remember a game we played where we didn't have a bloody injury. You know, you're looking. Gregory's always going off injured. Baz goes off injured, and Baez is off. Like you just think, God, can we just like you say? I mean. I know the, like, the injury yesterday isn't like... It's a freak injury, isn't it? Obviously, it's yeah. like a, a stud that's cut it open. It's not like it's anything that 
Wednesday's preparation can affect and stuff. And but you just think, what what is going on? Like you know, has has to happen because I know we we'll used to get like obviously back when we we're under Carlos, we used to get the same injuries to the same players, didn't they? Because it was something to do with training ground seemed a bit fucking dodgy or whatever. But yeah. But these ones, I mean, every injury we've had are so... Like, Hennigan's was just so unlucky, just obviously how he's, like, put his foot in the ground and twisted, knees gone. Equa, same thing, foot in ground, knees gone. Um, Obviously, Byers, you know, someone's come and fucking slashed his foot open with studs for some reason. He's off injured. It looks like James, again, it looks like he's done the same thing, you know, just rolled its landed funny off injured, like... Well, uh, well, well, Jeff, SWFC on Twitter... Uh, he tweeted after the game, George Byers telling fans outside the ground that he's fine. It's just a cut. Um, no long-term injury. So we've kind of already touched on that, but that is a, a, a huge sigh of relief. Um, that first half, Liam, like for me, I felt like obviously we got the goal, went 1-0 up. I was expecting a bit of a kind of, a bit of an onslaught from them, but I think we just dealt with everything, really, didn't we? To be honest, like nothing really. They didn't really trouble us. I think they had one. It was early. It was before the goal, weren't it? They had that one. It was a bit scrappy in the box, weren't it? Early doors. Taffers early or whatever. It drops out to him, didn't he? And he hits it on half volley or volley, and Dawson saved it. Near they post, had a flurry, didn't he? Of like three or four corners, kind of in quick succession, and yeah, and it nothing was, really came of any of them, really. To be honest, it was weird because, like you say, it, I'm not going to lie. I didn't know. Like you say, it was either Dom or. Um, for Maywell. Was it for Maywell? Famewell for Maywell. I, I say for Maywell. Right, we'll go with for Maywell then. <laughs> <laughs> there was someone on Twitter about that saying something about that the other day. I, the amount of people saying names. Wrong. Spelling names I wrong can't as say well. anything, can I? I do you know what? I heard, <laughs> <Dan> someone, <laughs> I heard someone say, um, I, he said like, I can, I can Femwell. And I'm like, didn't he play for Wickham? Akin Fenway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Akin Fenway. Like, uh, yeah, yeah, anyway. yeah Fenway, like you say, I didn't know who was going to start at the back and uh, in the middle, sorry, uh, and it ended up being Dom. And you know what? After the first few, like after that, that then the first four corners and we settled down a little bit, it was like everything. They were just everything. They were winning and it just settled down. And He seemed to have put his neck on line. Do you know, like balls were coming in and it were, it were like, reaching to, to get there and sliding on floor and it was it, it was almost like you were like do or die weren't it for him in that game he were trying to get to absolutely everything maybe whether that were to prove a point or whether that would just he was so up for that game I don't know but, but Jack we just they didn't really threaten us did they and did you expect a bit more from Wickham or do you think it would just yeah. a credit to us for kind of <laughs> stopping them really I think we looked I, I was actually not not overly surprised at how good we look defensively because we've looked solid all year, haven't we, really? Um, but obviously we're new. It was a new back five. That they definitely haven't played together and, and they cope with everything pretty well. But I thought Wickham looked like they played like they didn't really have a game plan of what they were doing. I thought they looked mm. like at times they wanted to try and play. And then, like you said, they were then kind of getting a few crosses in, but they didn't have the big man on. And then... When the big man came on, they didn't really use him at all. Like it, it just seemed a bit of like whether we completely disjointed everything they wanted to do. And I know, um, obviously, their manager was really kind of well blowing smoke up our ass on it full time. Talking about to, how I listened to that interview and I felt like they just wanted to talk about us. 
I'd be right. If I were a Wickham fan, I'd be right pissed off. I'd be like, go on then, talk about Wickham then. You've spent about 15 minutes talking about Sheffield Wednesday here. Like, but it's great that they talk about us, to be to be honest. But yeah, he, he, were, he were quite complimentary, weren't he, after? Yeah, he, he was definitely a, a big fan. And whether and whether that's, you know what I mean, maybe he was a bit took back by, by how much we did kind of disrupt their game plan and, and, and press and Harry. Because, I mean, like I said, I said at the start, the energy of that team at the minute is... Is frightening. They, I think they've really got a mentality at the moment as well as of like win or die. And yeah. I don't think there's really. I don't remember a time where I've seen Wednesday in like back to back games, especially when you look at the standard. Like it's it's quite easy to get up for the Newcastle game. I think. Do you know what I mean? You're on yeah. you're on TV, big game. You're the underdog. Like you would expect the underdog to be up for it. And, and how we're in, but yesterday we weren't the underdog. We were the favourite, and it's it can be very easy to to get a bit of complacency and switch off. And I thought that coming from that Newcastle game, I was worried there would be a slip up and a bit of a kind of a reality check again of look, we are back in league one, this is what we need to be doing. But again, there's not a single player really that's not put a shift in. You know, they're, they're all throwing themselves into blocks, into tackles. The kind of, it's incredible when you watch it, you know, and if you see, if you watch it back and there's like, you know, crosses coming in and if, it, if someone heads it out for a corner, not just the usual, like, you know, keeper might give the defender a high five or something like They're all rallying each other up. I think there was one where I think Bolt blocks it. And I think he gets a bit of a block on a shot and he kind of stays down. And I don't know who it is. It's one of the defenders comes and literally gets him by, like, the scruff of his shirt and rags him up. And they kind of, like, pat each other on the back and run off. And it looks like, sounds like, it looks like something out of a war film. And they're, like, getting him <laughs> yeah. up out of trouble. Like, come on, get your ass up, we're moving. And... Uh, it's just, it's just a joy to watch them play at the minute. Yeah. On that as well, I know there was some, you know, when Bannon went out and there were certain games where, like, there's no leader and his Palmer got in him to be the captain and is he this and is he that. I'd never noticed it before. It must, he must do it because he was doing it yesterday. Like, there was a few times, like, I think when we might have got a free kick in there half and he'd gone back to Dawson and he was telling something to him and then he's shouting it. He was commanding Palmer. Yeah. And I'd never really noticed it before when he's whatever else. And there was a lot behind me. I don't know if um, they don't go a lot or whatever, but he was like, before the game, he was like, Palmer, captain. And I was like, it was captain last week, Palmer, you know, we beat Newcastle. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Don't sound surprised. And you know what? I'd, it was something I'd just not noticed before, to be honest with you. Well, I don't know if you'd listened to that. It was on Five Live, weren't it, with Micka Richards, Chris Sutton. I saw the clip. I've not listened to the whole thing, but I did see that. Yeah, I've not listened clip. to the whole thing. I've had, on that clip, it were, they were kind of asking him, like, as did Barry Bannon tell him anything to, to say? Talk yeah, and he's, and he's like, you know, I, I didn't want to just emulate him or do the same. I've I've got my own way of doing it, but it certainly rubs off. Like, do you know what I mean? And, yeah, it's not the same. It's not the same style. He said, didn't he? It's like, yeah. it's not the same style as Bannon. Yeah, he's not, not, he, I've he, not got the same. What did he say? Like Braveheart. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> like yeah. mentality <laughs> and what have you. Um, <clears throat> yeah, so, yeah, it was just something I noticed. And um, whether that's something that he's coming into his own with a bit more um, I've not noticed it before but it was just something I did notice and, and if there's ever going to be a team where you can do that it's like now with Darren Moore as manager I think he's he's very empowering do you know what I mean he'd, he'd want that from from him he'd kind of you know Darren Moore's been captain in his career as well and he you know he, he could rub that off and even though you know Liam Palmer's what you know, he's over thirty years old now, and he's not—he's not young. He's not like a twenty-year-old or anything like that. But it just shows that they're all still learning. And I do think that Liam Palmer is probably playing his best football of his career. 
right now, to be honest. And it's yeah, it's, I thought it's great to see. Like for the and it, for like the length of time he has been, definitely. I yeah. thought he played. You know, I I think the start of the, I think the start of like this last few years was when Bruce came in. To be honest, when he started playing left back, yeah, that's like when he. He showed something, but then it was obviously just that period of time when Bruce was there, and then he has just been like a bit part player, and he's been, you know, he fills in because he because he does just get on with it, a bit like Patterson. Really, he's not he doesn't hold down one position through no fault of his own, and, and even now he's not. I think he does play a lot better at right wing back than he does at any other position. That's no slight on him. I don't it? know. I think, not, I think he's I think he's fantastic. I think I think it's because he's more attacking and he's more willing to get. But you forward. see, you see more of it there. But then when he. I think he's, he's. I think he's just as capable. Like I, I don't mind where he yeah, plays. Yeah, I'm, I'm not saying he's. Not, I'm this... not saying he's bad. I'm just saying he's better in, at right wing back, but he's still doing great guns at, at centre back as well. And no, I, I don't see him at centre back and think fucking hell, Palmer centre back. He's great. I just I prefer him at right wing yeah, back. I, I think, think he's just a lot better. I don't know. I do. I know what you're saying. And earlier in the season, obviously, when Hunt wasn't in the side and Wilts was nowhere to be seen and whatever else. We were like, Kinelli needs to be back out on the right because we had nothing else, really. Yeah. Whereas now if Hunt comes back into it, I'm more than happy with him playing right centre-half, personally, because I think I think he's good there because I like I like it when he runs forward because he, he does, he goes, he bombs on. Yeah. And he was doing that last season as well, so. I mean, I just, I'm just going to read a, a few of the recent results. I mean, I know I've already read out quite a few stats, but I think this is after the the Burton game because obviously we conceded two goals in that one Accrington 1-0 Shrewsbury 1-0 Derby 0-0 Exeter 1-1 Oxford 0-0 Fleetwood 2-1 Port Vale 2-0 Cambridge 5-0 Wickham 1-0 that's nine games 13 goals scored only two conceded that's mental in it really <laughs> it's just <laughs> when you look at what did uh, Jack what, last season it were what were the criticism like Goals, no, goals conceded and stuff like that. Set pieces, set, corners. Con- yeah, conceded goals, goals. Letting teams back into it. We've conceded two in nine games. Do you know Fleetwood are coming next week, next You Saturday. know, if you said at home, nine, the last, what is it? How many is it? Sorry, two in. That's two, two in, in the last nine, nine games. Yeah. If you said at home, two in the last nine, I maybe wouldn't be a shock, but the fact that it's just nine consecutive games, we've only conceded two goals. And is that including one against Newcastle as well? Sorry. No, that's, that's, that's not, league, that's, not new, that's just league that, yeah. But it's mental, in it? If you include, it's like, for example, if you included Newcastle in that, 10 games, three goals, <laughs> and one against a, a team that are third in Premier League. Actually, it's just mind-blowing, <laughs> isn't it, really? It's absolutely crazy. Um, but it's, it's just it just shows how, like... For me, I just think that Darren Moore last season or in the, in the closed season, he clearly looked. They sat down and went, "What went right and what went wrong?" And all them ones, that have, all them things that have gone wrong, like you just said, goals from corners, goals late on, like that's um, that's just too off top off top of my head. Um, maybe the style of play and the um, intensity and things like that. You know, you said in the when you when you saw Darren Moore in that little dinner pie and pea night or whatever it was that he had he mentioned how they kind of bit naive and stuff like that maybe they were a bit naive some of the players not played in league one before he's he's totally different and he's just he's just ticking off all them all these things that they were shit at last season done that done that done that do you know what i mean and i, I reeled them off all, all the stats before 15 points better off and we said it i've said it before as well he's 
in management terms, he is young as a manager. And never mind, you know, people saying, oh, centre-half who can't coach, centre-halves how to defend. Well, that can go in bin this season, can't it? But, <laughs> yeah. um, you know, he's still learning while coaching. While coaching the players, you know what I mean? He's not a... 2018, he was manager at West Brom. Five years ago. That was his first job. There you go. That is, you know... And you look at some of the managers like fucking Roy Hodgson. How long did he manage? Do you know what I mean? And all these managers that managed for a amount of time and maybe it does, the success doesn't come till later in the in the career or, you know, and not everyone... <laughs> it's quite funny, actually, because me and Jack were... Me and Jack were arguing about Pep Guardiola. You, you, and, Jack, you and Jack arguing? <laughs> I, you know what? I, 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 I can't I believe that for one minute. Like that, and, to be, and to be fair, Jack, I think actually... Obviously, because you weren't very well, you went home at lunchtime from the office. Um, Part-timer. Because <laughs> you bullied me too much, I went home, I couldn't hack you. Well, to be fair, I've got, I got, got another bit to come at you with as well. But anyway, <laughs> I've just remembered that now. But um, He'll save that for Wednesday when he next to your office. <laughs> um, and this is kind of, you'll, you'll get the gist of where I was going with the my, my next rebuttal on the Pep Guardiola situation. And kind of like Mikel Arteta as well. I know he was under Pep and whatever else. Not all managers have the opportunity to go straight in no. at the top level or even learn the trade as an assistant or a coach at the top level. You know, there's a there's a handful of people and fair enough, they might show some credentials or something that gets them there and or it might just be luck, like it is with a lot of football players as well. You know, and he's, he's still learning in short and... Yeah, I know. It's gonna, you know, that like you say, it's it's probably taken some bits from last season, tried to make it better, and so far this season, you know, even even the thing after the first five games, oh, goals are coming out left hand side. That's soon. We've only conceded one since. (laughs) (laughs) I know it's uh, it's crazy. Just one thing. I mean, we've talked a lot. A lot of positives and everything and, and just kind of one negative that I kind of picked out, especially in the, I think it was the, the, the back end of the first half, especially, but kind of throughout the whole game, really, a lot of misplaced passes, I thought. Now, whether that were down to the conditions or not, like I said, I were watching on iFollow. Um, I mean, I, do you know you see something in like, uh, as the game's going on and you think, am I, am I just kind of being too, you know, to kind of, um, what's the word, like critical of them or, or whatever, but I've looked. Only a 59% pass success rate. Your man, Pato, how many passes do you think, what do you think his success rate was? I don't know. 30%. <laughs> well, one of them went to Volks and scored that yeah, goal. So it's... I'm guessing the flick-ons count as passes. I imagine they do. Possibly. He made 20 passes, but only 30%. Oh. It is target, but I, I did think that like they were. I think you've I, got you've got you've got Iorfa. I think they were mainly. I think the three that kind of stuck out for me were just at the end of the first half. There were three passes where there's one where Iorfa's kind of burst forward, got a nosebleed at halfway line, and kind of is you know looked like Bambi on ice to be fair, and then you know misplaced the pass. I think for me, I think a lot of it. It wasn't. It wasn't the same when Byers went off, which it's never going to be, because mm. you know we've harped on about how good Byers is and him coming back to massive. And for me, and I don't want to be too negative, but I just thought Backinson was a bit off it. Yeah, <clears throat> not even just 
not even, maybe not in terms of what he was actually doing on the pitch. It was more the pace of the game. He didn't seem to be. It just seemed off. You thought the same, didn't you, Jack? I heard you talking yeah, before. Yeah, I thought Backinson just seemed, just seemed to be like that team at the minute seems to be on a certain wavelength, and they seem to be knowing where each other are in terms of like passing and, and positioning. And he just seemed to be. There were a few times where he, you know, he kind of slip it into someone, and they weren't making the run or he'd be kind of waiting too long and I saw him getting a bit of an earful of like Windass and stuff who were kind of saying, why have you not giving me the ball there and stuff like that? And he just doesn't seem to be on on the same page as them all. And it is tough for him because like you say, he got dragged off at Fleetwood, didn't he? And then, you know, we've not even seen him in the squad since. And now he, you know, suddenly he's back in and he's probably didn't expect to come on like he, when he did and he's playing a, the entire second half. So it we- is a challenge to come on, especially in a game like that when it's, you know, it's a, a tough fixture, but... Well, you're probably right there, Liam. I'm just, I'm just let checked. First half, 66%, 50 in the second half. So he did drop in that in that second half when yeah, Bayes didn't go off. I just think as well, I think they did a good job on us. You know, they were marking tight and I think they did quite well in terms of that midfield. It was a bit scrappy, weren't it? And it was a bit of a battle at times. And it was weird because I thought they played... And you know what? This is kind of both teams, to be honest, on the day. Pretty well till the final third. They weren't quite as creative. We had a few chances. But I think a lot of it as well for me, yesterday just seemed like when Windass, like there was that one where he went forward and it bobbled about 100 times. They got a couple of foot in and then he knocked it back to Vokes who put it wide. There was another I th- one. I felt like it were the final decision-making wasn't quite on point. The one where Gregory must have been shouting for it for about, it's what seemed about five minutes and Windass had it and I think he... I when he ran he, through the middle and he could have like cut it through to him in the middle of the box, great on. It was like Gregory on right hand side in acres of space yeah, yeah. and it, it, it could have passed it to him at least three times. He perhaps should have passed it to him a lot earlier and then he kind of cut on, it, cut on, on his right foot. I don't know if he went for a shot or whether he laid it off or not, but Gregory were almost like saying to him, fucking come on, like, I'm here. Do you know what I mean? And Yeah, I think um, there were one, I don't know if that's the same one, there were one where Windass kind of ran through the middle. And it had been, I say it had been hard, but there was there was space and Gregory was just kind of in the box and he did. He could have played it through to him and I think he carried on. I can't really remember what happened. There's another one was where he passed it to Reese James and I don't know what Reese James tried to do with it and he kind of went straight out. So I think it kick, was, but... I don't think they had as much as that. I actually thought that lad who they took off for uh, Vokes, McClearer. Yeah. I thought he played all right. I mean, a couple of times he'd gone offside. The thing is, they were trying to run him behind and we caught him offside three or four times. Yeah, we did, yeah. Um, or two or three times. So I looked as well, by the way, again, whilst I was looking for all my stats. I think we're like the second, right, ranked second in terms of amount of times we've been called offside this season which I, I didn't really I, I didn't really think of that I, I don't it's not something I think fucking hell we're offside all the time obviously it must happen quite a bit but, but anyway a name we, we just kind of mentioned there Jack great to see Gregory back as well weren't it yeah he's a uh, he's, he's good isn't he? When, he when he's on it and he's you know got his back in shape or his legs are in shape or his foot's in shape or whatever else is hurting <laughs> him at some point he's uh, he, yeah, he's brilliant I mean he's he, it's just good to have another option, isn't it, Jack? It's just good to have another option, though, isn't it, Jack? Like the fact it's not just Windass and Smith. All right, I know we've got Pato, but you know to have all them four and the you know all right, Gregory and Smith are quite similar, not the same, but similar. But you've got at least three different options, and you know if Smith's not quite on form, which I don't think he was playing 
fantastic against Wickham. We didn't really get a lot of chasing back and stuff, but in terms of end product and kind of attacking sense, he didn't really get much of the ball. But like I say, it's just good to see Gregory back. Yeah, I think if we can keep Gregory fit, it's, you know what I mean? It's It gives us that other option. I think he's probably the best finisher in the club that we've got. I mean, maybe Windass is the best finisher when it comes to being on, when everyone's on form kind of thing. But I think Gregory, you know, out of an X amount of chances, he's probably going to score you the most. Yeah. I just, I mean, I noticed when you just said about Smith, then I thought the same. I thought he seemed a bit quiet yesterday, Smith. I didn't really notice him at all. Um, especially in the attacking sense, the game just didn't seem to go near him. Yeah, I think his touch was a bit like it was a few game, quite a few games ago. It just didn't seem to stick for him, uh, unfortunately. But well, talking of touches, he, he were on the on the pitch for sixty six minutes, twenty touches yeah. for the ball, which um, passing at thirty eight. Uh, I mean, the most were, were, were Josh Windass was 62. To be fair, Windass did play well. Um, you know, he had... Had a lot of chances. Well, he had the he had the free kick, which obviously Pato won twice. He's won one on the left-hand side. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, where he tried to, obviously, he whipped it in low and hard, which were good. I don't know how it didn't go in somehow. I thought it... Watching on the TV. Keeper, like, pushed it out, didn't he? And I was like, how's that not gone off someone's arse or something? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I know. Uh, I agree. He obviously had... The one where... He were on left-hand side and he hit it near post, didn't he? And Pato were fuming in the middle because yeah. he could have squared it. But the form he's in, he, exactly. he gave him the rights to hit it. And like you say, he had a few runs where it bobbled and people got a foot in. And obviously the one right there, like towards the end where he's had a good strike yeah, from good. from distance. And One of them ones where the ball could bob, could like, you know, wobble weave and, and wobble. And wobble. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, so fair play. Um, Jack, something that were nice to see with the... Well, you hate it when it's against you, but you love it when it's for you. It, the shit housery, do you know what I mean? The I don't want to say time wasting because you know Reese James went off injured, and I hope he's, I hope he's all right. But you know, the the kind of managing the game at the end, the taking it into the corner, the just running the clock down, and uh, they were like uh, Will Volks. I can't. I don't think this were quite near the end of the game, but you know he he's picked the ball up and he just didn't give it them back and, and stuff like that. Like I said, I hate to see it, but it happens to us that many times and it has happened to, to us that many times that it's just good to see that we've actually learned from his mistakes. And when I were doing the preview show, I kind of, I, I, I said to, um, I said to the Wickham guy saying how we've, we've, we've learned kind of perhaps from Wickham really how to do. And, you know, I mentioned at the top out Wickham to Wickham. Don't you think it is good to see that, that we've, just managing the game well, aren't we? Like now more so than ever. Yeah, I think. I mean, yesterday was one of the better times we've done it. We've not, we don't seem to have done it too much of late, probably because I think Stockdale used to orchestrate a lot of it. Um, obviously, he's not been in, been in the side, has he? But I think yesterday it would be like that, that stuff in the corner was one some of the best shit hours time wasting I've seen do you know what I mean we were we managed to get every little ricochet and deflection come our way to keep it as a every time it went out it was a Wednesday ball it was our throwing we were wasting more time and all that and then Wickham were doing everything you don't want to do like when they did have a chance to whack it up they kind of panicked and kicked under the ball instead of through it so it just went about 40 yards into the sky and about 5 yards in distance um, so yeah I think I think the game management side, Darren Moore's got, to be honest, pretty spot on. I think you look through the entire season, there's only really one question mark where you think he's got it wrong, and that was the Plymouth game. Yeah. But 
how many games have we played now? 28? 26. 26, so getting one one wrong in 26 is not really a disaster. And let's be right, we say you got it wrong. We, we let a goal and did the last kick of the game. You know, it's not as if we <laughs> yeah. let four in and it was, you know, we absolutely fell apart. So. And we could have won that game as well. We, we forget, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, exactly. That's our, and our there's, there's probably games where we could have lost it. I mean, the Oxford game, we could have lost and stuff, but we didn't. But I think and on the, you know, you look at the overall picture, I think we've massively... We're a different beast to what we were last year. I remember, uh, I remember Jack used to say that we were the nicest team in League One last year. You know, we we'd always try and just out, try and outscore people and never foul anyone and never do. All, and now you see us doing all the time the little kind of someone beats you on halfway line, just pull them down, just take the foul, maybe take yeah. the yellow for the team reset and stuff. So yeah, no, I think it's uh, like say it's even the stuff like the one where Palmer had, uh, it was a goal kick and ball where uh, I don't know over to the left hand side or right hand side whatever and he just didn't throw it to the, he just ran past them you know what I mean Stu- stuff yeah, like that yeah. he, he, and it, you know as much as you know we say oh it's crap that, that you know these games where ball's not in play you know it's only in play for whatever stupid time it's in play for but everyone else does it so sod it do you know what I mean yeah exactly that's what I mean I and don't until like, they do something about it then I don't like seeing it but they're going to do it so why not do you know what I mean if they were winning 1-0 I'd have been getting frustrated to see them do it so so why not um, I'll read out some of the three word match reviews uh, at WTID pod if you want to get involved before I do that I will just mention Patreon uh, if you want to uh, sign up to that if you are enjoying all the the content that we're putting out uh, and you want more then you can uh, like I said sign up to Patreon patreon.com forward slash WTID pod I will put the link in the show notes uh, you get three extra episodes a week access to the members WhatsApp group discount off the merch thank you for everyone that has been uh, purchased the, the t-shirts and the hoodies etc um all the episodes are ad-free as well, uh, so do sign up today. £6 a month, or you can sign up annually, which gets you uh, uh, two free months, I think it is, and get 10% off. Um, like I said, link is in the show notes, so do please check that out. We do appreciate it. I think we're around 150 members so far, so uh, yeah, everyone that has signed up, we do really appreciate all that support. Um, right, let's read some of these three-word match reviews out, of which we had quite a few this uh, this week i wonder why um um let leadenham how owl um totally hash that one up leadenham how i can't even say it don't ask me i'm rubbish for so far <laughs> anyway uh worried about injuries uh jonathan rig i've already said it out wickham wickham um luke burton oh honolulu wednesday <laughs> that were ringing out for about 20 minutes yeah, weren't weird because I saw. I don't know if I was just like <laughs> too in fixing game or what, but I saw Joe Cran tweet about probably one of the best away atmospheres in a while and stuff like that. Yeah, I don't know. It just didn't feel it where I was stood. I were on the side though, and it obviously I heard it. I don't know. I don't know if I was just in a world of my own or what. But <laughs> yeah, you're quite up in that stand as well, weren't yeah, you? Yeah, yeah. Maybe it had something to do with it. Jack, what do you what do you think to that new song? By the way, the Fermi World song. I love it, mate. I can't get it out of my head. Just like, I just <laughs> walk around the house today just singing it. And uh, I was like... That was the thing you said. That, that was it. You both said to me, I think. I don't know if both of you said it to me. Like, what about... What do you think to that new song? And I was like, what? A new, what new song? I didn't hear it. Like, Liam, so, clearly, Liam went with... Eddie ear put plug. hearing aid in. <laughs> with, ear, <laughs> with earplugs in or something like that. Go with price. Defenders are. But, uh, but uh, I love that song, mate. Like, it's, it's mad as well because I think... 
is it a guy called Gaz uh, who, who tweeted it on Friday night or Friday afternoon or something. And then next minute, Saturday, everyone's... Uh, everyone's singing it away. Everyone's singing crowd. it. And it's mad how, like, so, we've been saying it, haven't we? We need a new song. We need something different. It's just a bit annoying that Reese James is in this song and he fucking went off injured, didn't he? Um, <laughs> which is annoying. But um, anyway... I'll keep reading a few more out. Um, Andrew Marshall reeling Plymouth in. Yeah, they're in striking distance now because we've got a game in hand. Um, so, yeah, that's good. Um, Placebo Obeka IP, or Paul, to be short, he's put Patterson, new contract. Um, Aussie Owl, 71, League One champions. Uh, Liam Powell, keep it going. Um, Weds, 29, up we go. Uh, clean tip, clean tip top. Uh, he's put soon be top. Woodseats owl never in doubt. Uh, yeah, a lot, a lot saying. Another one here. Luke Samuel's massive, massive win. I didn't want to. You could easily say that all these games that are that are coming up. You know, the the twenty one games obviously prior to Wickham are all big games in this season. But I think it was just the fact that. Plymouth and Ipswich were playing each other. It just, yeah, it and just, just add that little bit fact, extra. And the fact didn't that it? we've not won now in two the last two times we played them, and we beat Newcastle. Can we use that to spur us on, or are we going to cock up? Are we going to be complacent? Excuse me, we're going to play well and lose. Do you know what I mean? Well, I tweeted. Is it going to be one where the luck goes against us? And it's yeah. well, I tweeted. Didn't I? They, they were. I know the Barnsley game is not going ahead now when it should be going ahead. That's been moved, which is annoying. But obviously, we're now in the FA Cup fourth round. But there were four games before that kind of trio of games, the Barnsley, Plymouth and Ipswich. And we had um, Cambridge, then it's Wickham that just played. Then we've got Fleetwood and then we've got Cheltenham as well. Two at home and two away. And I put out like how many points we're going to get. And quite a lot of people said either nine or ten. Wickham being the game where we slipped up and kind of either drew or, or or even potentially lost. And yet the fact that we got the three points and like, again, the fact that those, the other two were playing against each other just meant, it just meant like they were a bit more to that game than, than perhaps usual. And it was just, just great that we got the, got the three points. Do you think they were, Jack, do you think they were more important to put on that, that game at the weekend? Just by the fact that, like I said, the others are playing each other because, you know, the other team's going to be looking at us now. 19 games unbeaten in all comps. I think it's 14 games unbeaten in the league. Four, you know, if you, if you look at the, the last six form, it's just win, 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 win in the last four games. Other teams are going to be looking at us thinking, fucking hell, that Sheffield Wednesday side, like, they're just like relentless at the moment. Yeah, I I just think yesterday just felt like I don't know why, but like do you know like sometimes you have them moments in a season where you think you look back and think like that was the point where yeah. something changed. The something point. Had, like I, I put it in the group yesterday, like I generally it sounds it sounds a bit cringy cliche, but I generally feel like at the minute something special is happening at Hillsborough. Like you look at just everything yesterday, like you've got obviously the players on the like the energy and efforts they're putting in for the team, like mentioned earlier, like this win or die mentality. And then all the celebrations after the game, you've got like Volks and I offer at the train station, like <laughs> bouncing along with the fans. It. You've got I mean the manager, you know, everyone bumps fame into Darren Moore, you can't stop singing his praises. Fame, you've got, fame we're on thingy and all. 
on the Twitter. In the changing room, like giving his, yeah, doing his like message and stuff. And I don't know, it just feels as if like something's happening. And I look on, and I guess I suppose to be fair, if maybe if it wasn't going our way, but you look on social media and I always have a little look down like the Ipswich hashtag and the Plymouth hashtag after they've played just to kind of get a bit of a, a sense of what they've been doing. And They're in meltdown, aren't they? And, yeah, you just see them just constantly saying like, you know, I, I think, you know, Wednesday are going to be the team to cash and stuff like that, I think. And obviously they're going to be, you, you tend to see it, don't you? And especially I think Ipswich fans are a bit a bit down hard like they've had a late goal in, so they're kind of probably overreacting a little bit. But... I just think like every other, other team seems to be kind of hitting a bit of a few bumps in the road and a few question marks coming up and we just seem to be getting stronger is and it, stronger. And... Do you think it's it's eventually the fans actually getting behind the team and behind what's happening? We've been calling for it since the start of the season. Do you think it's actually happening now, Jack? Yeah, I, I think, I feel like we've, we've always said it and with that it's incredible that there seems to be a split in the fan base of whether Moore is the man or not. Um, and it's, I've seen a lot of tweets yesterday saying at the minute it looks like I, I was wrong on this and you know what I mean and I think yeah. a lot of these people that were probably wanting the manager to go have probably changed their tune and I, I, I see a lot of people kind of go oh, but I, if you end of the day if you don't like a manager but you change your mind I think I've got a lot more respect for people that will say look I got it oh, wrong yeah, course, or whatever and, the job and now I'm on board with it then I'd rather people do that than just stick to the guns and, and, and just kind of, just because they don't want to say I got it wrong, they'll just kind of die with a lie kind of thing. But I think a lot of the fan base now are, are on side and they're, they're cheering them on. There's that feel-good factor, I think. And do you not think, well, I know it's probably will never, but you know, even if for whatever reason, you still don't think he's the man for the job or he can do it or this, that and other. Surely when the team's doing it, just well, and like, I hope. I just hope it is now. It feels like it is, and it feels like everyone's behind him. And we've said it again and again. But at this point now, the fans could be the difference. Hundred percent. They could be the difference. Yeah. They always talk about Anfield and all these grounds that have got good atmospheres. About the fans, you but know, yeah, they, they, they suck the goal. They suck the ball into the net, and you know what, all think, this, that, and the other. And I think Newcastle was that turning point for me. The, the fact that every tackle was cheered every time. You know, uh, we, we won the ball back again. It was applauded. Shots that were, you know, ten yards wide were applauded. Every, everything was cheered, and you know, even when we conceded the goal, I know Joe Cran said that that was like the like a big moment. The the fact that every, all the fans stopped. You know, every, I was singing like, "Come on, Wednesday!" Like, "Come on!" Like, we were almost cheering as much as what the Newcastle fans were not because they'd scored, but trying to you know, come on, we can still that do used this. Used to be a thing. I think yeah. no matter the magnitude of the game. But this I mean, season, know, last season, has been like, oh, fuck's sake. Yeah, fucking, yeah. Do you know what I mean? I, I, I remember, like, even from being a kid, like, but you, no matter where we are, it, it when we concede, there is the initial, oh, <sighs> fucking hell. But then there is, come on, Wednesday. Yeah, but, but you, you know, know, there's, you know, there's 20 games left in the season. I don't know what the split is. I'm sure it's probably 10 and 10. 10 home games left this season. You know, and I think as everyone gets knocked out, you know, another game goes by, the closer we get and, you know, if we are still up in the top two, top, you know, even hopefully top of the league and and we can see that light at the end of the tunnel, do you know what I mean? And and, and as every day goes by, every game goes by, I think these 1-0 scrappy wins, even if it's at home against whoever it is, Morecambe, whoever it is, they're good, do you know what I mean? Everything's going to be celebrated just that little bit more because it, it's like we're one step closer to yeah, where yeah, we need 100%. to be, do you know what I mean? Whereas at the start of the season, you're like, okay, yeah, we've won, but playing like that, we're not going to be able to continue doing that. But 
we've continued doing that. So I think now, I think... Well, yeah, but then there's been some good games in the mix as well, so it's... Yeah, I know, but do you know what I mean? Like, it's... it's some, I think a few put it, people put it in the group. They're starting to believe. Do you know what I mean? And it's took, you know, 26 games of the season to to believe. And I think, Jack, I think you were right. Last week or the week before, where you're saying, I think you're after, I think the Newcastle game, weren't it, where we were bouncing and what have you, and some people kind of don't want to put the neck on the line and say like you know we're going up top because when it doesn't happen you know they get egg on the face but I think people now we are do, starting, yeah. starting to I believe that is a, thing, isn't it? a lot of people don't want to like you say it's like we don't want the embarrassment of oh I was celebrating a goal and I think we've all had it just like I mean for me the biggest the worst thing ever is when you celebrate a goal and then someone taps you on the shoulder and they go flags up and you think oh I feel <laughs> a dickhead yeah but, but, uh, but no I think You've just got to, we've just got to commit to it now. Like, like you said, then every whether it's a one nil scrappy goal against Morecambe or whether we're sticking four in or whatever. Like, now is the time to get get down there and, and cheer the lads on. And I just, I, I just worry if you're not enjoying this, then I don't really know what what you go to Wednesday games for. Because let's be realistic, unless something drastic changes. We're not going to be pushing for a Premier League title anytime soon. Do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. If you, if you come into watch Wednesday, I think you're going to see them dominating in Europe and listing Champions Leagues and beating Madrid at the Bernabeu. You're, you're living in a fairy tale land. Like the reality is, is the vast majority of our lives watching Wednesday are probably going to be Championship, Premier League, hopefully. Do you know what I mean? But that, do you know what I mean? That's, yeah. that's the realistic goals. And and until like you know, and, and you've, basically every club is waiting for some multi-billion corporation to come and buy him out and that's the only way you're going to change your, your future but these, so at the minute this is as good as it's going to get and, and enjoying watching your side you're in a title race like people go oh bloody hell like yeah well it's league one in my lifetime league one and championships all I've known so this is nothing out of the ordinary like I've never seen Wednesday play the Premier League so yeah. there's no kind of Oh, it's a bit, you know. Oh, you shouldn't be, you know. It's only League One. Why are we celebrating that? Like, like fucking hell! Like, when was the last time Wednesday we actually won a league title? Let alone fucking. I know we've had, you know, every time we've gone up, we've gone up second or playoffs. So I think someone said something like seventy years or something ridiculous like that since like we last won a, a title. I've no idea. I've not, I've not checked to be honest. But um, l- let's let's move on to individual player performances. Um, it's another long one again. This, isn't it? <laughs> can't can't help it, can we? I mean, it's great that we've got so much to talk about, isn't it? Um, first one I've picked out, Akin for me, well, of the obvious one. Seven aerials, one sixty-one touches. I think only second to Josh Windass, who had sixty-two. By the way, three interceptions, seven clearances. For me, just slotted in like he's played there all season. Yeah, for me, solid. I mean. I know, well, he's probably further down the bill, but even just him and Iofa were just great. Like, and him, just generally, like you say, it's it's mad that, I mean, he looked good for 20 minutes against MK Dons or <laughs> he whatever, did, he, he? Yeah. whatever he got. It's funny because no, ch- people are saying that when he played for Charlton against us last season, he were absolutely dog shit. Now, I can't really remember nah, it. I don't remember it. Well, you were saying, what were you saying, Jack? Because your pal's Charlton fan, isn't he? Yeah, he he said when when we signed him, he said to me, "You've got a good centre half there." Like he's a, he's a, he was gutted that he didn't go back to Charlton. So, yeah, and like you said, I just think it was mad that he's not played that much football and he just looked solid. The and thing is, but he has been playing a few under twenty ones games, 
behind closed doors. So quite a lot of people were saying, oh, throwing him straight in. But he, ha- he has oh, actually yeah, he's, done, he's, he's done, done a lot been, of training. Mate, he's it? been gradual. He's been on the bench loads and we thought he was ready how many games ago. Yeah. So he'll have been training, you know. But it was very impressive for, for his first game back. I think like you said, just, just tenacious, sliding everywhere, making sure he's getting... You know, his knee, whatever, on the ball. Um, yeah, I, I was impressed, really impressed. Yeah, he looked decent. Um, Jack, Will Volks, obviously the goal, just like, wow. Obviously, second time oh. he's done it, it's no surprise. But Will Volks, he's, he is coming into his own now. And he last, what would you say, two, three games, he has just been like different gravy, hasn't he, to be fair. And it, that is that Will Volks that we, that we wanted. I, obviously, the tweet that I put out at the start of the season, yeah, again, I think every week I've been getting just people that aged that that aged well or whatever the whatever they keep putting and, and I love and stuff whatnot. like me because it's like well, it was at that period of time that I tweeted it that I was making this comparison and it's funny as well because you know what when we say these things we don't have any vendetta against any player oh, no. even if a player is shit if he suddenly turns <laughs> to be good that's what we want I'm not we're not we're not calling out to be shit so they become good but. Call a spade a spade, do you know what I mean? Like, and we have to we have to call it as we see it. But Will Volks, he's he's been playing fantastic, hasn't he, Jack? Yeah, he's 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 looked solid. I mean, it's the best football he's played for Wednesday, isn't it? He's last probably last month. He's just he's been everywhere, and he just looks like a real steady head. Like he gets when he's on the ball, he looks like he's happy to have a a touch of time. Gets his head up, he'll kind of spray it left and right. He'll go forward when he needs to. He can. He can clip it forward. He can keep it short. He's got the energy levels. He's got are fantastic. Because I didn't think, I'll be honest, I didn't think much of it as like um, how much he was like ground he was covering and stuff. I think it's something he's he wasn't doing at the start when he first came here. I well, if he was, I definitely noticed it. But now he's just he just runs around everywhere. He's, he's up and down, up and down. I think he's he's really showing that calm head as well. I think the players yeah. are probably respecting it a bit more as well. Do you know what I mean? I think when he's now saying, oh, let's slow it down and let's do X, Y, and Z. It just, I mean, to be fair, it's a thing that the rest, it looks like there's 11 leaders out there at the minute. You know what I mean? They really do all kind of look like they're, they're kind of on with the, the ball. And the only thing that I do worry about <laughs> is, is just, is how if the, if the worst does happen and we do lose the game, which, Realistically, I'm sure at some point we must lose a game. No one goes the rest of the season unbeaten, surely. But it's just that kind of keeping that positivity going. But uh, I think I think it'll be there, mate. I think for me, it just seems that now it's it. And I don't. I've said, I've said it a few times before the turn of the thing. But if if the same kind of thing happens last season in that we start playing better and they've clicked and everything like that, which it seems to be happening. I know we're only. You know, it might have happened a bit before the time it did last season, if that makes sense. But yeah. if that does happen, we've managed to get to this point better off than what we were. Um, and they all seem, like you say, it might have taken that time to get us together because we had a few new players and whatever else. So, yeah, I think I think they've got it in them if, if we did need to bounce back that we would. Yeah, definitely. Um Callum Patterson is the next one on the list. For me, he just absolutely ran his socks off. I'm not going to ask Liam. Well, I will ask Liam this question, <laughs> but I know the answer straight away. So, Jack, are you offering Callum Patterson a new contract at the end of the season? Um, 
I just want to while while she's pondering that, I just want to point out as well. Obviously, there was a bit of you know, there's the rumours of the of him going to hearts and what have you. I put the tweet out or a poll asking people, would you sell him or not? I think it was fifty nine percent said no. Which the fact that he's been getting some stick this season, um, I wouldn't say surprised me because he's. I think over recent weeks, I think people have been kind of saying, you know. The, I haven't read them out, but on the three-word match review, people have actually picked out Pato and given him some praise and what have you. He has put in some good shifts in recent weeks. Obviously, he's not got the goals, but he, he offers a lot more than that. But yeah, w- would you be offering him a new contract or does it depend yeah. on which, which league we're in? Well, on the, my, my decision is that if we go up, I would give him a contract, but I'd put him on a... His wages would be low down and I'd be saying to him, you are probably going to be a squad player at best. I think what he brings to the club, he, he's got, do you know what I mean? He's obviously a great character and I think he'd be really handy in the championship in them games where maybe you need to see it through or you need a bit of energy or, you know, what do you call it? Kind of that dirty side that Callum Patterson brings. I think the trouble is, is the championship is so quick and he's kind of, in the championship, just, just working hard and I know he does more than just working hard, but, you need more than just to be able to, oh, I'll just go and press that guy and, and nick the wall off him, stuff like I think he would be a, a squad player. The thing is, though, if we do go up, we are going to need to sign a lot of players. So oh, yeah, you don't 100%. want to be releasing a load of that you've already got as well because you're I, not going to have a squad. I, you're not doing a Forest and signing 40 players, which is never going to work. So Yeah, I think I'm going to surprise you both here. Go on, then. I, don't, I wouldn't offer him a contract. Fucking hell. Jesus Christ. Well, I say I wouldn't offer him a contract. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not saying I would offer a bit. He doesn't... I don't think he wants to be... Not, not that he doesn't want to be here anymore. He feels like he's got a better opportunity elsewhere. Yeah, and he'll play more football. And I think that's quite evident. And I wouldn't want him to go this season. I want him to go now. I think he's worth more than the field go for. Because let's be honest, it's not going to be a lot of money. Yeah. I don't think it was, especially if he's going to heart. Like, no, I don't know what their financial and what their transfer history is, but it'll be around the 250k mark, if that, I think, yeah. if he was to go. I think we signed him for about half a million, I think. And I think he's worth, I think, keeping him and letting him go for free at the end of the season will be more valuable in this in the next run of games. Yeah. And I'm not saying I wouldn't... I just don't think... I probably would offer him a contract, but I'm more of the thing of I don't think he'd take it yeah. because he obviously wants to play more football. He's been a squad player this season, let's be honest. But he has been starting in recent weeks, though, hasn't he? the last few weeks. So um, obviously I love him. I think he's brilliant. And I, you know, <clears throat> I like him, but I just think if we go up, yeah, maybe... He he would he would be that squad player uh, even more so or even just a backup player. The, the only then, thing I would say is <clears throat> I've just been we've been talking earlier, haven't we, about having different kinds of players and having too many of the similar players in isn't good for a squad. You do need to have that variation. I just think the squad is better. You're better suited with a Callum Patterson type of player or Callum Patterson in it than it would be without. It does give you them other options and. Um, like, you know, the Wickham game was a prime example of, of a game that, that, that Callum Patterson would play in. Like, I, I know I said I overlooked it, you know, when I was kind of picking my team that would play, but it, it absolutely makes perfect sense. But, but yeah, it was a good job I was sitting down for, for that one <laughs> already because in, I, I would have I fell over, to be but honest. But he did do well. Yes, like you say, he did all yeah. this stuff that he normally does, runs about, presses, all that jazz. 
had a few runs, like I say, down the left, won some free kicks. But he has been getting some praise as well from, from other fans, oh, especially mate, the on bloke social I was media. Next to went, I uh, not hey, I don't think he said hate, but he did, he says I don't like him, but he's played well. Yeah. And I was like, well. But there's been a lot of that though, in there now that we've been already been talking about about Darren Moore. People are kind of because these performances have been consistent. Do you think, right, and I put this in the group, and I just wanted to get your two's opinions, because I think this season, Burton, was it Burton? Yeah. Where he had a blinder, 4-2. When he played in that front three. Yeah, and he played best, I think think he probably played better then than he did yesterday. But I think pretty much every time he started, he's played well for me. And do you not think now oh, we're second? Oh, we can appreciate that he's running around and pressing and this, that, Look, and the it's, other. It's a lot easier um, when you're winning games. It's a lot easier to see the, to see the yeah. good in someone. When you're not winning, you pick, you pick pick people out. You know, if we'd have lost that game, you'd you'd go. Oh, he's got to score. That, he's got to score that, and, you, and you'd be putting far more emphasis on that. I'm, jump, I'm jumping ahead, and I can't remember who's on your list. Is Smith on your list? No, he's not. No. no, right? And is it because Smith played a bit shit yesterday, and he couldn't fucking? He got trampolines on his fucking feet. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. That actually, because when you're playing next to Gregory, who 99.9 percent of the time could take a ball down from orbit. Yeah. You compare. You, do you get what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're comparing all the time. It's it's hard not to in it, really. But anyway, I don't know. I, I just think it's just funny that now everyone. Oh, and he's to me, he's done that every time he's played this season, pretty much. Yeah, I think it comes down to that kind of effort, and everyone wants someone to put 110 percent effort in. I know some. You, know, you need sometimes a little bit more than that. But again, when you're winning, they, then people do stand out. Then people that are running the socks off and. Again, you could, like, you're right, you do appreciate that a little bit more. Um, another one that's kind of split opinions this season, Dominic Iorfa, like we've been saying, he came into the middle of a free. Again, didn't look like one set out of place, really, to be honest. A few a few misplaced passes, a few kind of moments that were a bit, I don't, I don't want to say nervy, but he wasn't as calm on the ball as perhaps a, a Mark yeah, Mar- McGuinness. Said, I don't, maybe, but then... Again, we're just comparing it's just the two. That, it's just that... He looks that way anyway. He's a bit gangly. He's a bit yeah. whatever. He's not Rem- the reminds most... me of like a Carlton Palmer. He's not the most. Do you know what I mean? When he yeah. runs, he doesn't look. He doesn't. He's not. It's not natural, is yeah, it? Yeah, you get. You don't look it, but that's what he's like. Yeah, he, he was my man of the match. Got my offer. Man of the match for me. There we go. Uh, I thought he was brilliant, and the amount of on social media before. I mean, it wasn't massive, but there were a fair few people going, "Oh, if he plays in the middle of that three, it's going to be a bloody disaster. It's going to be this. It's going to be that." They age well, didn't they? <laughs> I tell you what's good fun if you go on the um, if you go on the tweet of the, um, of the Wednesday lineup, yeah. like at two o'clock, and just read the replies on that. It's fantastic. There are some real, really you know nice what? comments. You know what? He might have a clangery next game, but if we're going off that game and the reaction that some people had, then I think he were brilliant. I thought he were class. There, you know, it, there's been questions. You know, he's not been best at centre half, and this, that, and the other. Maybe when it was a we played four at the back one game when he's played right center off you know even a heck had a stinker at, when he played the one game at, at the middle of the back three yeah and he's come out he's fucking won everything same thing as Fainwell getting his foot in on everything sliding in effort everything and I thought it, they were completely fine and there's still people moaning about passing out passing around at back passing around at back how many goals have we conceded have we made a mistake passing around at the back that's cost us a goal this season no yeah. well we just haven't. just on that so. three tackles two interceptions seven clearances three block shots 
um, and Ariel's won five. <laughs> he, he's done it all. It, everything that you ask of him, he's done, and it, to be fair. It, it's just, I think it's a lot easier. The run that we're on, the confidence levels are sky high. It's clear that, you know, every team, you know, we come against Newcastle, we can beat them, you know, who incidentally beat Fulham today. But how easy so is it for someone? And you see it with, obviously it's not the same, it's not the same perspective, but Maguire, obviously he's been battered and it's awful. I think somewhere it's fucking shocking what he's got. But at a certain point, he did keep making mistakes and it was obviously getting to him. And I know it's not the same level because he was getting it on a fucking national yeah, you know, level. But within the club, you know, he's we've given him I've given him a stick in the past, Dom. He's had a few stinkers, he's had a few hours. It could have been one or the other. You know, I, I genuinely think it's fight or fight, it, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and that's the thing. So for him, it's massive. For the manager getting him to play like obviously he's got the ability and whatever else but getting him up to go right you're taking that central role yeah you know you might have had a couple of stinkers there or I don't think he's even played central of the three but you know you've not played the best at centre half this season and he'll know that yeah and it just says you know and against Wickham as well you're thinking if anything especially in recent weeks it's it's the biggest test isn't it that we've that we've had so it's you know what all right Newcastle probably but in terms of in a league fixture, anyway, and it's kind of like I was so was I surprised slightly. Do you know what? Because I, I probably thought in my heart of hearts, I know last week I was saying I think Dom will play there because I think I did say that, or he could play there, uh, highly likely. But even even me in the back of my head, I probably were thinking, oh, he might have a stink, or he's probably <laughs> yeah. got it in him. Yeah, and fair play, he might do, and he might do it next game. Who knows? But in that game. Fair play to him. Jack, do you know what worked wonders for him as well? You've, you've already referenced that video when they're at the train station, him in Volks, but there's one where they're singing, you know, the, the Iofa song to him. Yeah. He's just stood there like, do you know what? That, that I mean, it was always going to happen, you, you know, if, whoever it was, you know, if it's a song for him, they're always going to sing it. But <laughs> do you know what I mean? To have sang that song, however, it, it's, it looked like they were probably, I don't know, 15, 10, 15 people there that were, that were singing it and what have you. That would have done in the world a good one, it to be fair, in terms of a confidence thing. Yeah, it gets it gets the love back in for him as well, doesn't it? Because he he did have a fucking tough time. Like he, he he will have known more than anyone. My performances weren't good at the start of the year. Like there's no footballer that plays like that that thinks, oh yeah, that's acceptable. Like he'll have known it wasn't good, and then obviously he got some real hammer. And then the sad thing was, and. I say, you know, I, I, we all did it. Is his performances at the times were were so poor at the beginning that it wasn't even like anger. People were laughing in a sense. Do you know what I mean? It was a bit yeah. of a joke, like Mate, which, is even, a real, we, which is a bit of a shame. Really, if but, were done, didn't we? Yeah, like yeah, like you thought he was never going to come back. I mean, there's been some real redemption stories in that entire squad. You know what I mean? If you look around it, like players that you thought they won't be doing anything. I mean, Jack Hunt, we said on this podcast, I think after the Mansfield game, I can't see him playing another game in a Wednesday shirt, suddenly back playing. Iorfa's come back showing whatever, obviously Volks really wasn't showing much at the start of the season. Yeah. Um, the strikers weren't scoring and suddenly they've started kind of firing again and, and whatever. So 
they really have turned it around massively all of them and I think hopefully Fayor for now he just he can just get his head down and just keep putting in solid performances he doesn't need to be a 9 out of 10 every week just a solid solid 7 do you know what I mean and if he makes a mistake he makes a mistake but just keep keep cheering him on and, and hopefully you know if he, if he does make a mistake hopefully it doesn't cost us anything massive do you know what I mean hopefully it's not like a, a match deciding goal or anything yeah now before we move on to Fleetwood um which is on on Saturday. Last one I've got on my list is is Cam Dawson. Um, five games in the league, four clean sheets, just one goal conceded, and that was away at Fleetwood. Which you know, I know we said could he have done a little bit better, and he, he should be good at long range shots. But in reality, I don't think many goalkeepers no. are saving that one. To be honest, um, didn't have a, a lot to do, but what he did need to do on on Saturday, he did well, didn't he? You know. Came out for him and punched a few times. There were times where he's rushing out. I noticed and kinda... he was he was doing that in the warm up because of the wind. I imagine it's because of the wind. Possibly, yeah. You know, he, if, if you don't you take a chance, it's swirling. Yeah, yeah. Because I didn't even think about that really. But I was watching the warm up and I was thinking he's practicing punching quite a bit. Yeah, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yeah, but what everything he needed to do, you know, there were a couple of times where the ball's bouncing through and he's rushed out and he's kind of took it off the toes. Everything he needed to do, he did and. It's funny, isn't it, that, you know, everyone, I don't think there were many people that when Cameron Dawson came in for that Oxford game, I don't think there were many people that would have kind of expected it. All right, I know there were the tweets before, Instagram posts, which kind of had a bit of an inkling, but most people would have been a bit shocked and thinking, well, that's a bit of a brave move. But yeah, fucking yeah. hell, what a masterstroke of putting Cameron Dawson yeah, in because I mean, he's been absolutely phenomenal in these past, yeah, yeah, mate. What, what, what is it, five games in the league and one game in the cup? He's been class, hasn't he? And just, that's another one, like Jack says, not a redemption. Well, it kind of is a redemption, you know. Because, it is, because everyone were thinking, like, you know, that, are we ever, you know, is Cameron Dawson ever going to play for Sheffield Wednesday again? Yeah, exactly. And, man, I think he's been brilliant. And like I said, you know I wanted him to be, have a crack at the start, but I'm kind of glad now that maybe he didn't and he's had some time to, and, you know, the Stockdale's a class act, you know. Like, have you seen him on Twitter? Yeah. With Joe Cran as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, for those that haven't seen it, I think Joe Cran's mentioned about the you know fifteen clean sheets in the in the league, the record seventeen, um, saying there's twenty games left and we'll we'll probably smash it. And he's like, say, whoa, whoa, don't don't curse it or whatever. And yeah. then further down, he says, oh, because obviously he's been wearing his Christmas jumper still, hasn't he, Joe Cran? Because yeah. superstition. He said something about that, and then he put uh, Stockdale put, don't worry, Cammy's got it, yeah, in the bag or whatever yeah, or something yeah, yeah. along those lines. And you think, you know what? Fair play, like. It, it, but Jack, it's just great to have two goalkeepers that that good. And I know it's not just the goalkeepers. Like I said, um, I've, I've reeled off how many clearances and how many blocks and what have you that the defence had. So obviously, I know the clean sheets get attributed to the goalkeeper, but it is the defence as well. But still, you know, when when they've been called upon, both Stockdale and Dawson, they've they've done what they've needed to do, haven't they? Yeah, I think both our keepers this year have been fantastic. I think Stockdale. I think obviously got a bit of hammer for his maybe his, his passing and stuff, his distribution. But I think his organisation of the defence was was brilliant. Do you know what I mean? I think everyone in that defence respected what he was saying, listened to what he was saying. Importantly, I think Cam's got. I mean, Dawson is his shot stopping is unbelievable. He's probably the, one of the best shot stoppers I've seen at Hillsborough. Yeah. You know, he really does fling himself. And you think, I remember saying to Liam when we went to one at games, you know, if you if you played him in five aside, you wouldn't score all night. Like, he'd just be saving everything. So, we're in a real lucky position that the fact that, I mean, personally for me now, I think 
Dawson will be trying to learn as much as he can off Stockdale in probably some of that stuff that's not just, you know, more to the goalkeeping game and just flinging yourself at the ball and keeping it out of the net. Like, I think yeah. he's, he's got that bit down to a T and just... Like fine-tuning his, like fine his performances now, and that, that's that's all it's needed just to, you know, everyone can get better, can't they? Do you know what I mean? But, yeah, it's just, it's just great to see, really, that, you know, he's one of our own as well, that, you know, that's been ringing right, around Hillsborough. Like, the time when he last played for Wednesday, whenever it was in the season, we went down and... Yeah, Jack, all... Jack, you've mentioned it a few times, don't you, where everyone were slinging abuse at him and whatnot. Wait, would you think, after the last game he played for Wednesday, that you'd ever hear that song ringing out round Hillsborough, no. round... He must be... on Adam's part round fucking wherever we go. He and... must be on cloud nine, like I said. He's conceded two goals if you, if you include Newcastle. He's kept, what have I said, four clean sheets. He saved a penalty as well. You know what I mean? He, he's probably thinking this <laughs> this season, like, he probably came back after Exeter thinking, I'm in number one at, at Wednesday. You know, he's not going to pick me over, he's not going to pick Wildsmith over me. Do you know what I mean? Like, I'm going to be number one. And then and then Stockdale's coming, he's probably thought, oh, fucking hell, like, and he's, you know, being honest, he's probably thought, this is, that's a bit of shit, that really. You know, but he might have thought, you know, I'll back myself. And then next minute, Stockdale's in, clean sheet after clean sheet. And he's thinking, when am I going to get my chance? But he's got the chance. And fucking hell, he's, 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 he's it, yeah. took it with both hands. And it's it's great to see. And that's one thing that I think over the over the years, we have actually been blessed with some good goalkeepers, haven't we? Oh, you yeah. Know? When you go back, like, Nicky Weaver, obviously even further back, Kevin Pressman, but then Lee Grant. Westwood, Grant, Scott Carson were decent on loan. And... Uh, yeah, these 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 loads in there that that have been uh, that have been good over the years. Um, right, Fleetwood then on Saturday, the, you know, we're playing twice in a week at home. <laughs> this one in the league. Um, I've had a look at them. Seventeenth in the in the league. Last five games, uh, well, they lost two one to Oxford yesterday. They've had two wins and three defeats in the last five. Um, they have got the fifth best away record in the league though which was surprising so at home they're absolutely dog shit but away from home they're not too bad <laughs> I didn't know that um, but we do have the best away record in the league so um, but yeah so so the, yeah, Fleetwood on the travels that's why the, you know, they're still to be 17th and have the fifth best away record just shows you how shit they Jesus. are at, at Highbury um, Scott Brown manager Sean Rooney will be missing this game Um I think this is the last one of his his four or five oh, games suspension. Got, yeah. yeah, suspension. So might come up for a rumble in at half time. <laughs> might do. Or maybe maybe before game him and uh him and Darren Moore might be out and just on concourse outside, outside South Stand <laughs> or something like that. Um but yeah, like going into that going into the Fleetwood game, this is to make it twenty games unbeaten in all competitions. I said it before the I ran radio Sheffield, and I said it on just before kickoff on Saturday. Like you know, Wickham were going to be fearing us more than than what we're fearing them. And again, ex- exactly the same. Fleetwood are going to be thinking, "Can I hope I don't do, we don't do a Cambridge?" Do you know what I mean? I know they've travelled quite well, but playing them so soon. Obviously, we only played them what Boxing Day. Yeah, they know what we're all about. We know what they're about. What we score then? Would it? Two, we were beating two, two, one. two, one, weren't it? Yeah. So they gave us a bit of a game. Yeah, I think, I think for them it might be a case of 
similar to um or is it their manager who's, who's mentioned it? I, I've heard a manager mention it about the open ground and whatever else. And when they come to a decent ground without being all one that's not as affected by the weather as, yeah. you know, like they're bang, like we said, bang on the coast. I reckon what? 75% of the season, it'll be blowing a gale. So you can't. It must be really hard to play some decent football there. So will they come and actually surprise us, give us a bit more than what we'd expect? At their, than at their place I don't know yeah well one thing's for certain anyway they only bring about two minibuses so there'll certainly not be any crowd troubles at Hillsborough uh, <laughs> on Saturday but Jack like it's hard not to think that we're going to go into that game and just I don't want to say blow them away because that's probably giving them a bit of disrespect but when we're on the run that we're on and where where we are in the league when Fleetwood come to town it, it it shouldn't, you know, it should be a relatively straightforward game, shouldn't it? Yeah, I mean, confidence can't be any higher, can it? I mean, that Wednesday side, I mean, it must feel invincible, and there can't be a, there really can't be a side that they're worried about where they think these are we're going to lose this game. Like I'd even say when we play Ipswich and Plymouth, I, I can't imagine they sit there and think we're going to lose this game. Like they'll probably think we're going to be in for a tough game, but I, I really can't imagine they sit there and think anyone will beat us at the moment because. It, <laughs> no one can um, so I'm going to touch some wood because we all know what's coming um, but but yeah I think I think same again go out with that confident approach I'd I'd, I'd like to see one change to the side playing uh, Fleetwood I'd like to see um, Wilkes back in at right wing back I'd give that another go I thought my last home game against Cambridge were brilliant I think this is going to be a game where we want to kind of stretch stretch the play and, and keep him kind of on the back foot and stuff. And I think he provides that, especially if we are going to keep that defence with the injuries and stuff. Yeah. I don't know what... Um, I, think another, you know, I think another one might... Yeah, there, but. I think another one might be Patterson might make way. I don't think we need that kind of physicality that, that Patterson brings. Um, whether or not Gregory starts, I don't know. Obviously, we've got, uh, we've got Cheltenham, haven't we, on on Tuesday as well which I forgot to do any notes for that one but anyway that's by the by um, is it this oh no it's not it's a week it's after it's the one after the next one isn't it that, yeah. that's why I didn't do any notes on that one I knew why I'd not done that <laughs> we'll talk about that next Saturday won't we or Sunday whenever we, we record um, but yeah like whether Gregory starts or not but maybe Dennis Adenaran gets that gets yeah, that yeah. start in, in the middle I do agree with you though Jack I think we do need to be on that front foot if we are playing the, think- the, the 5-3-2 like we did against Cambridge, you, you know, you need Palmer on, on, like, you know, almost touching the the choke on the on one side. I know it was James against Cambridge, but in this instance, it'll be for me. Well, I'm get, I'm guessing um, on, on the other side because I'm, I, I'm, you know, we, we haven't really talked about it. Obviously, Reese James went off injured. I hope the injury is not as bad as what it first looked, but it did look quite bad for someone to be stretched off like he like he did. But Johnson didn't play the other day, so. Yeah, he'll yeah. probably just slot in it. Yeah, left back, at, left wing back, left wing back. So it's not, you know, it's not as you know as much of a big problem. Obviously, it is a problem because he's been playing fantastically this season. But but yeah, I do think he's probably <laughs> going to make two or three changes and 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 yeah, be on that front foot because when we we're on the front foot against Cambridge, you know, they couldn't even they couldn't deal with us, could they? And, and no. Fleet were going to try and come at us and try and get that that early goal and um, you know the the earlier we can score. Yeah, it could be. Um, it could be a foregone conclusion. Um, right, we're going to uh, 
wrap it up hang there. On, hang oh, on. Go, oh, go, go, go on, Score then. predictions. Oh, Bloody hell, none of us have got one right yet, but we'll carry on. <laughs> what did I have last week? 2 0. Yeah, we were. Me, sorry. Me, no, and yeah. You, me and you both had two now. I had one, one, I think. One all. How close. And, and, and we sacked <sighs> off the Super 6 style because yeah, I we couldn't did, be yeah. asked to keep track of it. So yeah. we're just going a point for an outright. Go on, then. I'll go first, then. Fleetwood at home. It's going to be 4-0. Ooh, Jack, yeah. go on. Uh, I'll, I'll take the 2-0. Two 2-0. Nil. Two nil. And I'll go 3-0. <laughs> Here we go. Ooh. Another clean sheet. That's one, one closer to the record. <laughs> yeah, I, I saw you on your foot. Did you find out what the record is? No, I was moment? trying to. I was trying to find it, and I couldn't. I couldn't find it. Oh, so fair enough. Well, we, we'll. I'll, I'll have a look after, and we'll. Uh, we'll. Or actually, people listening, just tweet us what is the record <laughs> for the most... most league one clean sheets. And I want. I want team. I don't want one key. Do you know what I mean? Because did they? I don't know how it works. Like, you it, know it is it is the the team, yeah. Not, yeah, yeah. Not the not the yeah. Because like, if you specific look at, keeper, if you look on transfer market, like for us, I think I think uh, Wildsmith has got the most clean sheets now because obviously Stockdale's not played for a few weeks, has he? So, but yeah, right. We're going to record extra time now. There's been a big discussion, haven't they, in the Patreon group about Chancery and whether or not he should be in for some praise or not. I'll we'll let I'll let you know your thoughts in uh, in extra time on uh, on that one. So if you do want to listen to that, do join us on Patreon, patreon.com forward slash WTID pod. Thanks for listening, everyone. If you haven't left us a rating or a review yet, what the fucking hell are you playing at? Uh, <laughs> leave one. Please make sure it's a five star one as well, please. Uh, but yeah, thanks for listening, everyone. Up the fucking Wednesday and uh, yeah. It's okay to get carried away. You can be carried enjoy away. Enjoy it. Enjoy it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, enjoy it. Uh, right. Cheers, guys. See you later. Bye. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.